All right, so I'm in Las Vegas uh, a couple of days ago, and I'm experiencing kind of a surreal moment because just one day before was the horrific shooting that we heard about um, where it was the greatest, uh, not the greatest, the, the, the largest massacre of humans in a rampage uh, in American history. Uh, approximately 60 people died, hundreds of more uh, wounded in a very bad way. It was just a very horrific attack by some lone gun, gunman, some loser, of course, who decided to do a, a sniper type a shot with a, an assault weapon uh, in Las Vegas while these uh, about approximately 20,000 plus people were going to a concert, a country singer concert. There are so many things that rippled from that, which is what I want to discuss today. Because it's not just, of course, this particular event that I want to talk about, but all the things that flow from it. The most clear thing I can talk about is the gun control issue. Okay, so very predictably, as soon as this rampage occurs, horrific stuff, no doubt about it. We all agree that this is horrible stuff. No one's saying that was a good thing somehow, <clears throat> or that anyone deserved to die, or or that this monster shouldn't have uh, been killed, you know, and he killed himself, of course. And there were many more such things. And so on Facebook and otherwise, you will read people saying, uh, we are tired of waiting. You told us to wait after Sandy Hook. You told us to wait after uh, Orlando. You told us to wait after San Bernardino. We are tired of waiting. Gun control now, right? That's, that's their mantra. And... Implicit in this argument that they make, that, that we must have gun control now, is this notion that somehow, you know, now are you willing to do it? Now are you willing to engage in gun control? As if it's a question of numbers, right? Wow, it's so bad this time. We're really rethinking our whole approach to gun control. So let me make this clear, super duper clear to you lefties out there and you gun control advocates out there, as God forbid it should ever happen, but if there were to be a rampage where some monster or 10 monsters or 100 monsters kill 30,000 people with guns in the span of one day, we'd still be against gun control. Do you get that? Okay, it's not numbers that matters here. This is about freedom, and this, it's not about, about, and it's about the Second Amendment for other, other reasons. You simply don't get it. You don't understand why we are pro-gun. We're not because, it's not because we want to go hunting a lot. It's not because we like the sound of bullet fire and such like that. You never even bothered to ask why we want guns in the first place. It's not as if we, we want the right of people to engage in a rampage, Right? That's an absurd argument. The reason why we want guns to be readily available to the average American citizen is because we want him to be able to protect himself and we want to advance the Second Amendment, okay? Which in turn is about the right of a citizen to protect himself. That's why we want it. You get it? No more and no different, no less than the fact that we don't want people to, uh, we, we, we would object to the notion of somebody taking away gasoline rights from us because, you know, somebody might decide to, you know, uh, light up a whole forest. 
with gasoline, right? And matchsticks for that matter. That would be an absurd argument. And that's exactly the same argument, though, that you'd be making with the guns. Well, Mr. Lurie, you know, of course, there's a difference between guns on the one hand and matchsticks and gasoline on the other, because guns, their primary purpose is to kill, especially the assault rifles and the uh, semi-automatics and so forth. That's the difference. Really? Well, so what? So what if the, the primary purpose of guns is, is to kill and wound? It, it doesn't matter. Tell that to the victim of an arson. Tell that to the victim of somebody who was mowed down by a truck. Like, th th this is okay that you were killed the way that you were because, you know, it wasn't done with a vehicle that's primary purpose was to kill. You think that matters? So this is, the, your, your distinction is a distinction, as we say in law, without significance. It's a, it's a nonsense argument. Okay, somebody wants to uh, destroy a whole town by blowing up a dam. How about that? Right? And all they have to do is just, you know, put a couple of uh, sticks of dynamite. It's nothing to do with guns. Right? I mean, you wouldn't say, let's not have dynamite. Dynamite's necessary for uh, the, the creation of areas for building. You, you would never say that. But no problem with, with them. Look, it's, it's clear that they bought the, the, they've drunk the Kool-Aid that the left wants you to drink. And that what they really want you to do, they, they, they want you to forget about government control. That's what they want. They want you to be totally defenseless and therefore easily controlled if push ever comes to shove. See, for example, what happened recently in Catalina, uh, Catalina, what was it? Um, Catalonia. I, Catalonia. It's the same thing, right? Catalina and Catalonia, right? No, in Catalonia. Spain. The in Spain, right. The, 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 the province of Spain, which wants to seek its own independence. They didn't have any guns, and the Spanish government roughed them up real good when they wanted to vote for their independence because they knew that the referendum was going to be not just close, but a landslide in favor of independence. So they weren't going to have that. So that's just a modern-day example. But, but a, a historical example, of course, is, are, are the Nazis. Every time you look at a movie about the Holocaust, for example, Schindler's List is the first one that comes to mind, uh, the first thing you think about as you watch that movie is, if only they had guns, the Jews. If only! And they didn't even, it wouldn't even have to be that organized. Just have guns and know how to shoot them. That's about it. Thank you. Have a nice day. It would change the balance of power completely. Instead, what happens is that the Gestapo just came on in and they had this killing spree time and time again, killing anybody that was Jewish in their sight. And they, 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 they looked at it as if they were cleaning up, uh, you know, the, the trash on the street. It, it, there was, they were totally defenseless because they had no guns. That's what dictators do. They take away your right to guns first, and then they take away your guns altogether, and then you have to do whatever they say. Yeah, Venezuela today in the last few Good months. example. Good example, because, yeah. Uh, and it's a little off topic, but I'm hoping we discuss it in either this episode or later ones. Look how Catalonia in Spain is on the verge of going full-fledged Venezuela. It's, yeah. you know, the, the police attacking the, uh, the people trying to vote in the street protesters is the first step. 
yeah. before they you know shut down trade routes and impoverished the the province and shut down all access to the rest of the Spanish countryside's agricultural product or God knows what. Well, but it all starts because those citizens don't have recourse against armed thugs this time in under the color of authority with badges and with the authority given to them by the Spanish government right. who are beating the crap out of them. Well, the, the first order of business, like I said, uh, um, communism and fascism, and for that matter, virtually every dictatorship, cannot survive, cannot thrive in their evil ways without taking away the guns of its people. If you give, if you allow people to keep their guns, you can only have so much control over them. Democracy, by contrast, doesn't have a problem with the people having control because, in fact, democracy means that the people have control. That's by definition. So the, the left is, is masquerading as though they're looking for public safety in order to protect the will of the people, and, and the people generally speaking, and therefore we must take away their guns. But you're a, you're a fool if you believe that that's the real reason why they want to take away your guns, for your safety somehow. That's garbage. They're doing it totally for power and control purposes. And it's, it's so obvious. And even if it weren't for that reason, you need to, and, and you trust the government so much, great. You, you know, you're entitled to. Maybe you, you have so much faith in, in America. God knows why, because all you lefties hate America so much. And you think it's all racist and the police are all, you know, on the take or whatever it is. Yeah, but this so I don't so quite understand. to them. They want the government to have more power. Right. Yeah, right. This it's something I never quite understood. Yes. Right. So that's a whole podca a podcast in and <laughs> right. of itself, right? <laughs> so they, they want all this, uh, but, but they never stop to think what, what it would actually mean if we're actually naked, so to speak, without guns. Now what, right? So that, that horrible day where somebody, something does, does happen that's bad in the government, it flips from the good guy government that you believe it to be to the really bad guy government, the fascist government that you're so concerned about. They're not concerned, by the way, about the, turning communist. But trust me, they're the same thing, right? Um, and if that happens, then, then where are you? You're defenseless. You know, it reminds me of the Simpsons episode where, you know, Lisa Simpson wishes, you know, it's one of those Halloween episodes. She wishes upon a monkey's paw that there be world peace, right? And Homer gets her box. How did you do that? That's something so selfish, right? <laughs> of course, she wants world peace, which is so nice. And, um, and so everyone gives up their guns, all their weapons, even their knives and such, and they all just abandon it, and they're all apologetic to each other, and you see the... The, um, the Argentinian leader saying sorry to uh, the English leader about uh, that Falklands war and, and entirely our fault. You know, everyone's so, you know, symbiotic and so, so sympathetic and so kind to each other all of a sudden, right? Peace on Earth, right? And then, and then the aliens from outer space who are not part of Earth, they, they say foolish Earthlings. They, they now have made themselves totally vulnerable for our attack, right? And then they, they take over the planet, and as they're enslaved, you know, one of the characters, uh, Lenny, tells Carl, his buddy, gosh, you know, now we're, now we're slaves. This sucks. <laughs> you know, wish we kept an A-bomb or two, right? And that's the way we'll feel. I wish we had kept a couple of guns, right? I mean, you, you think about it easy when it comes to, this is interesting. When it comes to an earthquake, they tell you, what do they tell you in advance of an earthquake? Be prepared, Right? Have your water supplies, have uh, enough food and you know meal supplies, whatever it might be, for three days or so, if not more. 
but at least three days and make sure to have fresh water because there will not be fresh water and don't and have a lot of flashlights and be, batteries, because right, there and, might not be electricity. Right, batteries, batteries, batteries. Yeah. All the good Turn stuff that you can your imagine. gas that might leak, you know, this, that, the other, right. all those things. But but there are things, right? Things. And if you live in a cold area, you know, and it's, an earthquake would happen in a cold time, whatever reason, you know, have the appropriate clothing for, you know, ready for that because you're not going to have heat. You get the idea. Be prepared. But... But when it comes, and hurricane, of course, they tell you to, you know, batten down the hatches and do all these things for you. Be prepared for this onslaught that's about to hit you. But when it comes to the possible onslaught of fascism or communism or any sort of brutal rule of dictatorship, they tell you, don't be prepared at all. In fact, give us anything that might otherwise protect you. And isn't that, if, wait, wait, yeah. isn't that fascinating? It's, it's fascinating. And... If you dare try to prepare for such a thing, you're a racist. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, pro- There's I don't something know. wrong with you <laughs> if you prepare for that. Right. Yeah. That you're not allowed to prepare for. Don't prepare for it. Won't happen. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Go home. Nothing's it, it's, here. It's really a bizarre Shelter way of thinking. I, it, yeah. it just came to me as we're speaking. It's a, that is your, your second book. Yeah. It, All right. It, seriously, that is a whole book. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah, it's I might so, do it. I might do it. It's another one of those subjects that's just so emblematic about the left. You know, everything is a PSA. The more you know, the more you know, the more you know. <laughs> exactly. Be prepared, do your homework, stay yes. in school, blah, 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 blah. Don't uh, sexually harass women. Keep your hands to yourself. Don't think bad thoughts. Let the uh, men use the women's bathrooms. Uh, you know, be prepared. Right. right. Tyranny, don't be prepared. <laughs> it's so true. Meanwhile, when they're in control of the government, what do they do? They advance tyranny. Well, the funny thing is they treat this situation, and especially when it's a Muslim attack, by the way. We don't know yet whether this uh, recent attack was Muslim-inspired or another. We'll, we'll talk about that another day. But whatever it is, it, it doesn't matter. Um, they, they, they treat it as if it's some sort of tragedy, like it's a natural disaster, the right? The tragic events. Of the tragic events, 11. right. Yes. But, <laughs> but if, it's a, if it's just like a hurricane— just like an earthquake, just like a, a tornado, then shouldn't we pre- prepare, be prepared for this natural disaster in the same way? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and, it's a non-political natural right. disaster, the Islamic terrorist attack. Well, then we should be prepared the same way. Wear body armor, carry guns, have bullets, be prepared to return right. fire, profile. <laughs> that, <laughs> right? Right. But the lefty now is screaming at this podcast and saying, I, what are you talking about? You're leaving a big, open, obvious thing, you guys. And he's yelling and screaming at us, and, yes. and there's a lot of swearing going on, and a lot of middle fingers going on. And he's saying, we have that. We don't say that we shouldn't have the police to, to come in and to, to fight these bad guys and to, and to treat this as a criminal investigation that it is. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you don't get it. You don't get it. We are talking about on the ground when some guy is trying to kill you. Like what happened in the Bacalan Theater in France and in Paris during that, that or Charlie Hebdo, yeah. or San Bernardino, you, or you want, Nice. Yeah, yeah. You yes. want that guy to to have a gun and saying, "Drop that knife, you mother effer," and just kill him right there on the spot. That's right. You can't wait. Just what are you? Are you serious? Are you you expect it to to do the equivalent of nine one one and expect the police to be there instantaneously? They, uh, you know, until the day that we can actually materialize yeah, like people, like in Star Trek, yeah. it ain't going to happen. Yeah. And and good luck, you know, getting them there in time. You know how many people you can kill in thirty seconds? Well, Do you, oh, yes. oh, wait, I happen to know. Yes, approximately sixty people. Well, who knew? The the incredible thing about 
Las Vegas is it's a perfect illustration of that. The man was firing nonstop for 10 minutes. Yeah. But 10 minutes is not a slow response time in a crowded Las Vegas yeah. strip atmosphere. That's right. That's fast. That's yeah. pretty good, yeah, yeah. especially with all the confusion of the situation awareness of the moment, right? right? But wouldn't it have been nice if that concert was not a gun-free zone and at least one person could pull out a handgun of some sort, outmatched as it may have been against the, the, the machine guns firing down, and at least return some fire right. at the machine gun nest on well, the 32nd exactly right. floor. Yeah, and he, and he, he may not have gotten the, the sniper. He may not have gotten him, but he may have shattered the glass nearby to scare the, the crap out of the guy and to think to, to get him confused for a change. How about that? And get him and, to and at make least him abandon his yeah. firing position and for maybe, a minute. Yeah, maybe realize though, gosh, I, I maybe I'm I'm not maybe this is not the easy pickings that I thought it was. Bingo. Right? Bingo. So because if there was even one minute of interruption in that ten minutes of hellfire raining down upon right. those twenty thousand people, there's that many more people that would have gone unscathed, uninjured, unkilled. Right. That many more people who've been able to clear the deck and get to safety. Across my, the perimeter of the firing zone. My, my goodness, Ari, I, you seem uh, rather passionate about this subject. No, not at all. <laughs> but I, I want to make I, one I, point that I, th- I want to hear your reaction to, which is yes. that it's the nature of the left. You talked again uh, about the Islamic terrorist attack and the whole let's not jump to conclusion philosophy, right? Right. Isn't it interesting how whenever something happens in their uh, for their side to have a political high ground on something – there isn't even a blink before the political high ground is seized and it's made a political issue. And, uh, it's, so, uh, and it's very selective. Because, and it comes from all quarters. News, entertainment, culture. Meanwhile, it would be so easy if we had the media on our side for any time there was an abortion slip-up at a Planned Parenthood uh, clinic for us to say, haven't we had enough here? That's right. When will this end? When are we going to finally, despite your right to, to choose, when are we going to put an end to Planned Parenthood selling baby parts? Oh, okay. And if that's you're going to get... Okay, okay, okay. I get it. I get it. Yeah. You're absolutely right. I agree with you, but I don't want to get too off track here. I, I like the notion because I'm, I'm going to that place in a different way. Um, when you say the jumping to conclusions part, and I think that's right. They do, of course, jump to uh, that. They don't want us to jump to conclusions, right? But they jump to conclusions all the time. So, for example, every time there is a massacre, and and it's horrific every single time it happens. Any terrorist, whether it's Muslim related or not, okay, it's horrific. As I said, the victim doesn't give a crap. Each of the victims who died, uh, the 59 victims who died in Las Vegas, they, ha- they have no, di- no idea and nor ever will have an idea unless, uh, you know, of course, in the afterlife they'll know. But they have no idea that it was Muslim or not. They don't give a crap. All they know is that they died and their family knows that they died. They don't care about the ideology of the, the madman behind the gun, okay? So we're not jumping to conclusions about that. We do have issues. See, look, the fact that this guy did it and may not have been Muslim-inspired doesn't mean that we don't have a radical Muslim problem, okay? I mean, that's like saying, you know, Charles Manson killed a lot of people and then Ted Bunny killed somebody. Well, so therefore Charles Manson's not a criminal? Of course not. It's, it's absurd. But here's how they jump to conclusions, and they do it every single time. They look at a situation like this, and they conclude right away that the problem is guns, Guns is what made this happen. 
Now, in, in fairness, they'll say, no, it's the readily, uh, the ready availability and accessibility to guns without the screening. Uh, never mind that there's plenty of screening going on anyway, and there's plenty, plenty of laws in the book about that. But, but let's, let's take it, them at their word for that. But somehow, there's virtually no screening of, uh, of, gun, of, of the purchase of the guns before they purchase. Okay, let's just take it at their word. But you're still making the assumption that guns are causing this. But you see how facile the liberal mindset is, how the, the lefty mindset is? If they actually believe this, and they do, they, they really believe it. Every single Facebook post from a liberal friend of mine stands on their purported high horse, and they say, we waited until, you know, when Orlando happened. We waited until Sandy Hook happened, when, when Sandy Hook happened. We were patient about this. We called for gun control then. And they had this nice long list, and it sounds almost poetic. Yeah. We waited uh, for gun control yeah, after this. Yeah, when know. they came for the Jews, I said nothing. Yeah, something like that. For the gays, I said nothing. You got to say something now? Right, right. You know? So it's a list of 10 yeah. items, and they're very proud of themselves and pass this on, that sort of thing, right? So, <laughs> but, but, but what's so facile about that, and this is what I'm saying, is that they think it's the guns that did it, right? They can look at these things, and nowhere do they imagine themselves, could it be that it's not the guns that are killing people? It's the people who are pulling the triggers that are doing it, and therefore, there might be a motive behind their doing it, as crazy as they are. Every motive, by the way, of doing such a thing, of course, by, by definition, is crazy. So don't, don't get me wrong here. We need to study the motive. They can only see, you see, the, the atheist and the lefty, for that matter, but mostly the atheist, he's very fond of saying that he doesn't believe in God because he can't hear, touch, or see, or feel God, right? Well, that's the way they apply to everything. See, they're not interested in knowing anything beyond what they see. The bullets and the guns, that they see or feel, as it were. And therefore, that's what caused everything. They don't, so that's what they rush to. That's what's so, so simplistic in their thinking. How about this? Because here's what I see in this situation. I see the absence of God. How about that? Right? You see the presence of guns. I see the absence of God. Yeah. And, right? And, 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 who, and who, what is a more likely predictor of these rampages. Somebody holding an AK-47, you know, semi-automatic uh, rifle, or somebody who utterly has contempt for religion altogether with a rifle or with, with access to guns. Who? Right? I, I put it to you that this man, the, the, this monster who did this, I'm not, I'm not even going to name him, uh, is almost certainly without real God in his life. And, and, and if it's any sort of God, it's Satan. It's not God, not the God that you and I know, okay? They're certainly not coming out with any, uh, that he was not a, a regular churchgoer, for example, okay? Now, they'll point out there are a couple of churchgoers out there who have committed uh, horrific acts of violence. I'm sure there are, but it's very, very rare. When you actually see who commits these horrific things, it turns out to be surprise people who either have no God in their lives or who are actively contemptuous of God. Or on the side of a different, a God of a different nature, like the Muslim God in their right, right, right. twisted or, interpretation. And a, and a twisted interpretation. Yeah, and you are so right, and isn't it interesting how easy it would be if we chose to make their same argument? 
hey, leftists, isn't this enough godlessness for you? Yes. Isn't isn't this the last time we finally do? We've had Sandy Hook. We've had San Bernardino. We've had Aurora. We right. had Dylan Roof. Aren't you sick of godlessness right. now? And then they'll say in response, wait a minute, are you saying that all atheists are, 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 are violent in nature? And they will say, aha, because you say every gun owner is somehow violent, violent in nature. nature. So until you prove that, my friend, don't you dare demur to my argument that it's godlessness that is making this happen. And I bet you, I bet you, that the correlation between godlessness and this violence is far greater than the fact of owning a gun and this violence. <laughs> He's was, doing air claps yeah. now. <laughs> I was trying to give you that, you know, thought that silent pause. Yeah, that, no, but it's it's, it's very important. That for, and it's so true. And also the the issue of sanctimony yeah. isn't it interesting that in the wake of any Islamic attack, what kind of Islamophiliacs? non-Muslims become in their knowledge of the most uh, minute details of the Quranic verses? Well, that obviously has nothing to do with Islam. That's not the real jihad. No real Muslim would do this. You right. know, those kind of things. Isn't it interesting how well-known non-churchgoer Jimmy Kimmel became an expert on every aspect right. of Christian theology when he said gun owners have to answer to God for the part they played in this. Oh, that's funny. I don't know any gun owners except for Stephen Paddock who had anything to do with this. Right. Exactly. The only other gun owners who had anything to do with this were the policemen who put an end to this. The same policemen that Sunday that earlier in the day the NFL players were protesting, ironically enough. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, and, it's, and, by the way, if those police officers with their guns did not show up at Stephen Paddock's hotel room, he'd probably still be shooting people three days later with the amount yeah, of weaponry right. he had. Yeah, he would keep on going. Look, I, th- this is the problem, and, and there are so many permutations of this, right? This is what's fascinating. Now, the, other, the next permutation that I want to discuss was the issue of the, uh, the, the wondering whether or not this was a Muslim, a radical Muslim attack. <laughs> Look... Uh, as if somehow, you know, I saw on Facebook all over and everywhere else, Thomas Friedman wrote an article saying specifically um, that, you know, that conservatives are saying everywhere around the nation, uh, boy, I wish this were a Muslim attack, right? Were you saying that, Ari? Because I know you're a conservative. No, of course not. Was I saying it? No, right? Yeah, it's. It's. I think I, the the first issue that I'd, I'd like just to really throw in before you get into the whole thing wait, is wait, how wait, interesting wait. it is yeah. that he ascribes the most nauseating aspects of human nature to conservatism right off the bat. Well, but he doesn't know crap about conservatives, obviously. Not. You know, he he wants to say this, and he writes in the New York Times because that's where he he lives, so to speak, and uh, and he must feel very good about himself as he uh, as he strokes himself on the yeah, issue. Yeah, as if right? we want the statistics to be padded, the score to be run up on the Muslim issue. Yeah. Just so we have ammunition to attack the Muslim issue. Okay, so but let's 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 dial back to where we are, which is that there's this assumption that we are so eager to uh, you know destroy Islam together. That's our main mission. That we everything has to fit under that rubric, right? Yes. No, look, <laughs> the fact that this is happening, and by the way, there's so much of it the radical Islam uh, attacks that. You know, our first go-to place in our mind is, is this a radical Muslim attack? Because it happens so often. So, 
But, and it would be stupid not to assume that. In fact, I, I think you would be a fool to say to yourself, this is not likely to happen. I, I predict, for example, that most cars that go on the road are going to be on, are driving on the right side of the road. Okay? That's my prediction. In America, that's what's going to happen. You must want that to happen. I just, I, you know what? <laughs> if you talk to me about a car that's driving down the road, I envision a car driving on the right side of that road. But you know what? It could be driving on the left side of the road. And once in a blue moon, some idiot is driving on the left side of the road. All right? That's the way it works. <laughs> uh, you know what? But it, it works all the time when it's a two-lane highway. There's a left side of that, you know, uh, uh, sorry, a freeway. There's a left side of that road. That's a one-way street, right? And you, here you are driving on the left side of that road, far left, no less. <laughs> and guess what? You know, that's, that's the exception to the rule, I suppose. All right, so, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that people don't drive on the right side of the road. They actually think that the fact that this is happening by a non-Muslim attack, that this was a, you know, some crazy guy, and of course it is a crazy guy, having nothing to do with Islam or radical Islam, that therefore it's, uh, it, it's a, uh, what, what's, an acquittal of radical Islam. Yeah, it's not really a big thing. But that's like, I don't know how, how stupid this is. It's just like the, the Ted Bundy, Charles Manson argument. Yeah. Well, because Ted Bundy is a vicious criminal and a serial murderer, well, therefore Charles Manson is not so bad. No, he's equally bad. He's, he's just as bad as he always was. The fact that somebody else did it later on doesn't make him any less horrific. And that's, that, that's what it is about radical Islam. Yeah, All right, so, so well, yes. hang on. So going back to the Thomas Friedman, this is the, the same idiot who, who thought it would be great to be China for a day. Remember this? Okay. So a, a man who truly does not think things through. I, I, I read his books. Uh, when he sticks to pure business issues then he sometimes makes sense, but then he always throws something, um, uh, something, uh, whatever you call political into it, uh, especially when it comes to the uh, Arab-Israeli conflict, even when he talks about economics there. He can't help himself. Okay, so he was a big Hillary supporter, um, and everything seemed to make sense for him with Hillary for some reason. God knows why. But this is the idiot who thought it would be great to have a dictatorship for a day, like forgetting why dictatorships suck. Right? Oh, no, but don't worry. It'll be the, the nice, fluffy kind of dictatorships, like the Pillsbury Doughboy somehow, yeah, right? Yeah, the fast trains China with bicycles. Oh, the, yeah, it'll be the not best. The, not the dirty air coal-fired plants China. <laughs> That's right. They'll, they'll be with dictators the, that, the that really just know how to get things done. Yes. That's all. You know, the, the benevolent dictators that you read about all the time. Yeah, they're right? great deal makers. Oh, yeah. Just like Trump, you'll love them. And you know what? You've seen them in history time and time again. I'm going to list them right now. <gasps> Wait. I don't think I know of any, but I'm sure that they once existed. You'll you'll research that for me, won't you, Ari? Okay. Yeah. yeah. The benevolent look under benevolent dictators, and uh, I'm sure it'll be great. It came up blank for some reason. It's like <laughs> an empty page, you know. It's like it's like that book, Reasons to Vote for the Democrat Party. It's just page after page of open, <laughs> open. space. That's right. Yes. Remember that? <laughs> yes. Or or what what men know about women, right? Same right. thing. Same sort of thing. Oh, uh, it's, it's so just cute. a picture of a credit card on the first page. And <laughs> that's right. That's, that's all it. <laughs> Shoes. <laughs> That's about right. My wife said. That's something. all we know. That is. My I mean, wife said something absolutely wonderful in that vein. That right. borders on dirty, but it's just great. Yeah. She said, "Oh my God, I feel so sorry for men. If I were dependent on women for my orgasm, it would drive me crazy." <laughs> I said, "Honey, I love you. You understand perfectly what we go through." <laughs> all right. I don't know if I'll edit that, that out later on. <laughs> Anywho, 
Let's get back to China and dictatorships. Yeah. Well, wait, 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 hold on. Let hold me on. just say one thing too is that agrees with you with Thomas Friedman, which is that the article that you're talking about. I, I had a perusal. I read it, and he is famous, in my opinion, for writing pieces of utter nonsense that are just piled high with horse excrement of nonsense. This exceeded it. This was like the the grand historical Olympic champion of nonsense. How does one come to these nonsensical conclusions? Well, I, I almost wanted to say, isn't this enough? I'll, t- I'll tell you why. It's a very simple reason. Because he knows there are millions of people who will eat it up and that they'll retweet it and the, the genius of Thomas Friedman because he knows what conservatives are thinking. Oh, he's so brilliant. Like, really, have you asked a conservative, like, even one? He's so full of crap. That's the thing that bothers me about it. But anyway, that's Thomas Friedman. And he wants us to rush back and, and, and sorry, he wants to claim that we somehow want this to be a Muslim attack. We don't want, we, we don't want any attack whatsoever. And we don't give a crap whether it's a Muslim attack or, 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 or otherwise. You know, but the one thing that it does have in common is the lack of guns to respond to it. That's what it's about, Mr. Friedman. Okay? Every single attack, whether it's Muslim-inspired or some other kind of inspiration, uh, evil inspiration, of course, deserves a response with guns. Yeah. That's that's where we are. Yeah, whether well, it's the knockout game, Black Lives Matter riots, uh, you know, rape in the street, or a terrorist attack, guns are the answer. Right, and the, and and we need something. And and if there were no guns in the planet before guns were invented, then I would say knives are the answer, right? Swords. And, and before then, Animal. I would say it's sticks and stones, yes. right? That's what you do. You don't. No caveman ever went around. Thinking we'll we'll be okay without you know defending ourselves with rocks and sticks. Of course they. What do you think? You know, do you think that human nature really has has changed? Of course not. There are people that that would want to do evil upon you, and history has always shown that you need to be prepared for the evil that that they want to throw upon you. So be prepared. Yeah, like the earthquake. Just like we said, it, you consider it a natu- some sort of natural disaster, a natural issue. Fine. That's crazy. You're stupid if you don't understand the evil component associated with such a killing like we had in Las Vegas and in Sandy Hook and in uh, Orlando. And notice how I'm mixing Muslim and non-Muslim issues because it's not relevant. Yeah, evil what is, is relevant, evil, not yeah, right. the, the what caused the evil. And right. also, it's, wait, wait, wait. wait. Yes. It's how we respond to it that makes a difference. And this is my point in my book, Atheism Kills. It's coming out in about a month. Uh, you know, it's... I say atheism kills because it kills not only the, the body, right? It kills inspiration. It kills beauty. It kills a sense of a purpose and time and creativity, all the things that we talked about in our previous podcast, for that matter. But it's also the passivity that kills. When it, it enables evil to grow because if you don't care about anything, if you truly think we are dust to dust and that we're just going to be earthworm. Uh, food in the end, and there's there's no true afterlife. Well, then, what's the point of anything? Why have kids? Why, you know all those things that we talked about before, right? Why not just get as much sex as you can, and uh, or food, whatever floats your boat. You know, just you know, if you want to see movies all the time, great. Uh, if if you want to just go on vacation as, as much time and steal money as much as you can to, in order to have those vacations, great. You know, and as long as you don't get caught, great. Everything makes sense in that, in that mindset. But 
But the thing is that you don't really have a passion to fight back for anything, right? What do you actually live for? Other than your family. And even then, why do you live for your family? Yeah, when death comes in the form of evil for you or your family, why fight back at all if there's Why no fight back? That's right. Yeah. And, and here's the thing. We always, we Americans and the, the West, have always been able to fight back. Once it was called fascism. Then it was called communism. And we were able to defeat them. And now it's called radical Islam. It's not... The problem isn't radical Islam, my friends. It's the, the problem is our lack of will to fight. And if you don't have God in your lives, you will not have the will to fight. D does this make sense? I isn't this obvious, my friends? Well, and it, it won't be radical, just radical Islam. There'll be, there'll be another evil in, in the horizon. You think that once we get rid of radical Islam, God willing, once that's out of the picture, or at least contained in its proper place, in the same way that we contain communism. There's still communism in the world, but it's not a, a threat that we talk about all the time anymore. But once we contain radical Islam, you think that's it? You think that it'll be la-di-da and, and it, there'll be no horrific force in the future? Of course there will be. Yeah, Spain is proof of it this weekend. Yes. There's a totally stable, democratized Western European government, a member of the European Union that sent police thugs to beat up people who wanted to vote in a non-binding, sim symbolic referendum. Well, I, and I, and no, my point is, it could rise up anywhere. It could rise up anywhere. But, but I'm, I'm talking about something that we, like a whole ideology that that is the equivalent of fascism, communism, radical yeah, we Islam. Don't know what we don't be, know what but, it looks like. It will someday. It will. Right. In the same in the same way yes. that we have an army, not to to deal with specific threats that we actually know. We have an army to deal with the unknown enemy of the future. Who knows? But we'll be ready. Thank you. Yeah, that's why. That's we the are, idea. That's why we're always designing new planes. Right. New rockets. Yeah. New warheads. Right. New lasers. And, new and, radars. New computers. Yeah. For and, the and, next thing. But you have to have the will to use these things. And if you don't, if, and that's my point, you cannot survive as a, you, uh, it, it, goes just, it goes without saying that if, if people who are not willing to defend themselves will eventually lose their country, right? Or their cultures, as the case may be. So the, the quickest way to lose your will to fight is having no reason to fight. And if you don't have God in your lives, uh, you know, as, an athe as a former atheist, I will tell you, there is no reason to have uh, any will to fight. All this stuff is crap, right? Why build anything? I mean, it goes on and on. And you know what? Let's say the atheist writes. I mean, technically speaking, we haven't proven that there's a God, right? We, we believe in it. We believe fiercely that there's a God. But, you know, to be intellectually honest, you know, they may be right. Yeah, we will not know until we enter the coffin. Right. And meet our That's judge right. or don't. Yeah. Right? If we're not aware, I mean, that's the odd thing. If, if we're dead and there's literally no afterlife whatsoever and there's no transporting of our soul to anything else or wherever else, you know, we won't even be able to say, well, I guess they were right, right? Uh, but, you know, that'll be a bummer, of course. But they, they technically speaking, might be right. But so what? I mean... Don't you want to live for... Yeah, that, it, that's the it, point. Don't you, don't you want to live for something? Right. Don't you want to live for yeah. future generations? Because you are right, atheists. If there is no God, and I know you, that's by definition, you believe there's no God, then why do you give a crap about America? Why do you give a crap about Western civilization? Why do you give a crap about what happens the moment after you die? Yeah, why are you so hell-bent to 
destroy these cultures and destroy our faith, those who have it, right. if it doesn't matter anyway. Our attitude as believers are, well, if it turns out that there's nothing, okay, so what? So there's nothing. Yeah. But if we're right, well, thank God we have good values. Right. You know? yeah, it, we win either way because if we do believe in God and we do act as if there is something on the other end of the rainbow, as it were, well, and even if we're wrong, well, at least we get to enjoy our lives and make it meaningful in the process and enjoy great music and, and enjoy life, generally speaking, and encourage good values in children. But, but the atheists will say, oh, I, I encourage great values in children, to which we say, why? Why the crap do you care? Right? Why do you even care to have children in the first place? I, I still don't. If you're an atheist, tell me, why would you have kids? Why? What's the point? Right. Is there a legacy that you're... And if you do have a legacy, then that's inconsistent with your own sense of atheism. It's, you're not being true to your atheism. Right. Your, your doings are not matching your sayings. Not at all. And if yeah. you enjoy the benefits of a structured society that builds things for the purpose of future generations, then, then again, you're, you're living a life that's not consistent with atheism. Right? I mean, a Raskolnikov in Crime and Punishment, at least he acted consistently with his own beliefs, as horrific as what he did was. Uh, he, he murdered uh, the landlady in his building. But, I mean, he was consistent, right? <laughs> but don't tell me you have morals. You don't have morals. You don't know what a moral is. I mean, and don't tell me it comes from your heart. That's BS. What the. Uh, the only thing that you, you have is your own notion of survival of the fittest. Anyway, we're getting a, a little yeah, bit astray here. Can I address one more thing about the Friedman article? That yeah, yeah, of course. Because it's been noted on this podcast ad infinitum about how liberals do themselves what they always accuse their opponents of doing. Projection. Right? So Projection. Pro, Friedman projects that we want it to be a Muslim terrorist so it fits our agenda. Right. How many times have liberals like Friedman projected the desire of a mass shooting gunman at Sandy Hook, at Aurora, Colorado, Jared Loftner in Arizona, San Bernardino, everyone, uh, Dylan Roof, to all be Republicans? Oh, they love that. They Every goddamn time, another right winger with a gun, That's another right. healthy, liberal, fertile woman who could have an abortion dead. Of course, of right? course. I mean, it, 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 to look, me, but, that's the biggest nonsense of them all. If anyone is projecting a certain political bent on the murder being their political opponents, it's liberals. We as conservatives, we don't care about the political bent of, of a murder other than if it is a pattern like radical Islam so we can do something about it in the future. Right, but I, we, we you're, have you're no right. bone in the fight other than evil is evil and the act is evil. Yeah, we don't care whether it's radical Islam uh, or, or some other ideology. It's just evil. And, and we're talking, when it comes to the gun control issue, uh, about how to respond to that evil. And you guys are fools to think otherwise. Right. And you're, also, you're making, well, yeah. They're making the association of guns, and this is the whole point. They, they, they see a gun. They see the gun shooting bullets. They say guns are the problem, which is so stupid. It's so it's so facile, like I said. Whereas we look, and I'm, don't tell me I'm I'm somehow I'm playing us and them. I'm not. I'm just being realistic. We look way beyond that. We look, you know, the reason why the the man is pulling the trigger because you know guns don't shoot themselves, of course, right? It's the crazies who shoot the guns. And don't tell me oh it, it would all go away 
but for the accessibility of the guns. You think this guy, if he wasn't hell bent on destroying a lot of people, so he wouldn't use a gun. If, if it's somehow magically you could stop these people from getting any guns, you won't ever. It doesn't matter how many laws that you make, you morons. You really think that, that he wouldn't be able to get his gun? Of course he would. It's, it's it, actually even worse. It's, it's, hard, it's, it's hard to fathom that you would think this, my friends. Yeah. Okay, But let's say you did. Let's say you can make enough laws where it would so minimize the chance, in fact, draw it down to zero, that a monster like this man could get a hold of such a weapon. Okay, let's say. And not only that, I'll, I'll take you one step further. Let's say they make a law that doesn't even allow the manufacture of such guns, that the only gun you could have is a little tiny pistol like, like a, you know, a woman carries in her purse, and so can only shoot one bullet at a time, just pure, pure self-defense. They can't even make guns of anything more than that, okay? So, but you think a, a guy who's hell-bent on murdering a lot of people to get a lot of attention for whatever reason, you think that he's not going to be able to do it? Because he certainly was able to do it with, with knives uh, and, and, and sabers and all these attacks that happened in Europe and even here in America. And then, then the same thing happened with all the trucks that they drove and plowed through in, in, um, in Nice and, and uh, many other places. You think that you, you, seriously, you, you don't think that that can happen? Well, it gets even worse in but, the but, but, but to them, the difference is, well, oh, wait yeah. this guy killed six feet, 59 people. The truck guy killed 30 people. Well, you know, we, 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 that's a difference of about 29 people. So, yeah, you know. but the, but the uh, Big difference. But the uh, fruit plate still life to fruit plate still life comparison, yes. apples to apples, oranges to oranges, <laughs> yes, yes. is this. Remember a guy named Tim McVeigh? Yep. Who killed a whole bunch of people with a big-ass bomb right. in Oklahoma City? Well, funny, we should recall, Tim McVeigh didn't use a gun. He right. used ammonium nitrate and fuel oil, you know, That's... cow poop and gasoline to make a big bomb. Guess what this guy who did the Vegas shooting had in his home or, or somewhere nearby that he was making? A big-ass bomb. Right. So if he didn't have access to the guns, he would have driven his big-ass bomb near this crowd of, of 20,000 people. Meaning he was going to find something somewhere because, as you said, it was the values, dumbasses, right. not the hardware. Right. And, and if you stuck my hand in a blender and nod it off because, because you misused the blender, do we need blender control? If you stuck a, 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 a vacuum cleaner up some part of my body and sucked out my intestines, do we need vacuum cleaner control? <laughs> If you suck okay, it okay, in okay. Ice box. I, in other words, any appliance can be used course, to kill. Of course, of course. This is the problem, though, is that they don't they they refuse to see that they refuse to engage in that discussion because it might talk about the issues of God and morality, and they can't have that. So instead, they look at the weapons, the the vehicles of the mayhem, and that they they want to outlaw that. They want to control that at the very least. And that's their whole discussion, and that's the way they want you to think of it. And that's why these, these fools can say with such indignation and righteousness, no less, now will you talk about gun control as if, as if the whole discussion is about when we will talk about control, when, like, as if you and I will say, we'll talk about it. When it gets to 69 people killed. Yeah, Okay, now, you know what? Good point. Now we'll talk about as if, and that's why I, I opened this up by saying, it doesn't matter how many people would be killed, 30,000 on, on one in, in the span of three hours. As horrific and as, as I hope that will never happen, that, that, that's not the solution. It's not about gun control. 
It's about something far more. It's about human control, all right? It's about civilizational control. And that I'm willing to discuss any day. The, the, the day that you understand that that's where the battleground lies, not in gun control. You think it's in one area of, of the battlefield? I say it's on this other area. And that's where we win. Yeah, that's where we get solutions. Did we need airplane control? And the other thing they ignore is something every sports star knows, every sports fan knows. What are records meant to be in sports? They're meant to be broken, right? Right. So when you have September 11th, 3,000 dead. When you have Dresden, 100,000 dead in an evening. When you have Hiroshima, 40,000 to 60,000 dead in a flash, okay? And a lot more dead in the subsequent days. Well, based on the basic march of history, I assure you, every one of those horrible records will fall someday to something worse because records in all things are meant to be broken and right. will be. That's right. But the way you hold off the, the, the finalization of the decree, the way you delay it is the way you're saying through good values and the teaching of God to hopefully put off the next time it happens. Right. Someone is going to exceed Mr. Paddock's record of 60 killed, 600 wounded someday with a gun. They they will. Right. Okay. The issue is when, where, and why. That's right. So here's how we'll end this. I'll, I'll end this with a question. What do you think would be the best solution to ending these kind of rampages, and for that matter, evil of any kind? The total boycotting and banishment of all guns? Or the advance and teaching an incorporation of God in our lives for everyone. Which do you think will fare better? I know the answer. And I dare say that the atheist and the lefty, he never even thought about that as a possibility. I'm Brock Lurie. Thanks for listening. We'll talk with you next week. 